Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TAKO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Kevin Hart. In this basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back all my game tickets. Plus, tickets for 23 of my biggest fans to cheer me on while I enjoy the game. Find your seat. I appreciate the support, people. Eat that pretzel. This'll never get old. Use more napkins. Okay, this is starting to get old. Say the tagline. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com slash governance. IBM. Let's create. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Monday, November 29th. I hope everybody had a tremendous Thanksgiving break. Kids are back at school today. Parents back at work. The in-laws are gone. Everybody back to the usual grind. And boy, do we have a lot of sports to talk on this beautiful, beautiful Monday morning in Southern California. I actually thought about opening the podcast with the Lincoln-Riley-USC news. Uh, As you guys know, usually I talk to Cowherd on Sundays and the first words out of his mouth, I... I think Lincoln Riley's bigger than any NFL story today, he said to me yesterday. And I was a little stunned. And, you know, you think about it, and Lincoln Riley is a big move leaving Oklahoma for USC. Significant. We'll do a little bit on it a little bit later. It's a big story. And the ramifications are massive and the trickle down and what's what are the dominoes to fall. But I can't get over what happened in Green Bay. The Green Bay Packers essentially state claim that they are now the best team in the NFL 
with an impressive Faro butt kicking of Sean McVay's Rams off a bye. And I don't know really if there's any other way around this. Like, there's no dominant team in the AFC. We can all agree. Like, the Ravens are the number one seed now. They ain't the number one seed. The Patriots are rolling. They're not formidable. The Bills, we'll see. They got a huge game, Patriots-Bills, this week. And you look at the NFC, and it's pretty clear that's where the dominant teams are. Six teams in the NFC, 500 or better. All of them are have at times been very dominant. In the AFC, you've got 12. Parity reigns in the AFC. But in the NFC, really, it's the old guys. No, what it, no country for old men. Gosh, I've savaged that, show so, that movie so many times on podcasts, on my old radio show that I used to do. People love that movie. I think it's Coen Brothers did that. Um, and I, I like the first 45 minutes, first hour, so riveting. No Country for Old Men. Amazing. And then it goes off the rails. I mean, I can do a spoiler alert about a movie that's like 15 years old, right? Um, when they killed who I thought was the main character um, it, without even showing his death. You know, they kill him in that hotel room and they're like, they show the Mexican guys speeding off. And it's like, What? We don't even get to see the lead guy in the movie go out. I thought that was awful. So disappointing. Now, right there, I checked out. And then, you know, the, the, the final, like, 30 minutes kind of peter out and tried to get all artsy. I didn't love it, uh, personally. Movie, the first hour was unbelievable. Probably top 10 movie I've seen. in the first, It was no, like, American Pie in the first hour. It was not really Vanilla Sky. Yes, I went there in the first hour, which is off the charts good. And it still holds up pretty good. At any rate. I think without question, we've got the Green Bay Packers, the best team in the NFL, and the Tampa Bay Bucks are right behind him. And it seems like we're going to get a rematch in the NFC Championship game. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. I mean, the way the Packers are winning these games, it's like Aaron, Aaron Jones is hurt. Okay, we'll put in uh, Dylan. And how does he do? Uh, great. He can catch passes out of the backfield. He runs people over. It's like a 240-pound bowling ball with good hands and good feet. The guy's, the guy's a stud. Remember how bad the Packers were beat up for drafting him over a receiver? Turns out it was a pretty decent pick. And Aaron Rodgers did not practice all week. Didn't practice. He's got the toe. His left tackle down for the season. Bakhtiari, his all-pro left tackle who hasn't played a game yet this year, had another surgery. He's going to be down for a little bit more. No big deal. Aaron Rodgers comes in, carves up the Rams defense, which is not nearly as good as it was last year. 307 yards, 6.8 yards per attempt, two touchdowns. You know, they get 92 on the ground. Devontae Adams has his way with Jalen Ramsey. Yes, he did, folks. I don't care what you want to say. I know there's a lot of Ramsey uh, lovers out there. Ramsey, while matched up with Adams, Adams caught five passes on five targets for 41 yards. Just beat him. And then Ramsey, of course, capping his rough day by losing in space to 37-year-old Aaron Rodgers at the goal line on, on, you know, it was a kind of a big play. And overall, the Packers are just dominant, folks. They can beat you in so many ways. And I'm just going to remind you, their best defensive player, Jair Alexander, still not back yet. Still not back. 21 first downs, held the ball for 39 minutes, explosive pass plays. Rodgers not practicing. Like, what is there left to say about this Packers team? Nine and three, five and oh at home, have not lost at home. Teams they've beaten who currently have a winning record. 49ers, Bengals, Cardinals, and now Rams. 
And it, I mean, it gets a little easier the next next week against the Bears. And then, of course, there's the massive game against the Ravens. Although, I don't know how massive that is. I'll get to the Ravens shortly. I don't think they're as dominant as their record indicates. And then the Packers still have Browns, Vikings, and Lions. But Green Bay right now is dominant. And it's just one of those delicious stories in sports where everybody wins. If you have a podcast, you're going to win. If you write about the NFL, you're going to win. If you talk about it on a radio show, TV show, any capacity, the Aaron Rodgers saga going from, I want out of here, I hate you guys, you lied to me, you would not listen to me, trade me, I don't like it, I don't trust you. Like, the offseason was all about the Aaron Rodgers drama. He's going to end up in Denver. No, no, Aaron Rodgers isn't going to end up in Denver. He's going to end up in Miami. No, 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 Aaron Rodgers is going to, I mean, like, this is the game we did for months. And Aaron Rodgers ends up staying in Green Bay. And they lose the opener 38-3 to to the Saints, which feels like it happened two years ago. And since then, they have been completely dominant. Lost to the Chiefs without Rodgers because of the COVID. And then lost a game to the Vikings last week, which, you know, I guess I should have learned my lesson. You can't win significant money betting against Aaron Rodgers. Won last week. This week, not so much uh, betting against Aaron Rodgers. But... I, I, we can we can sit here and hem and haw and say, well, you know, the Packers, they're not killing teams. They, they didn't kill the Steelers, but they covered. They didn't totally kill the Lions. They let them hang around for three quarters. They really didn't put away Washington. Washington had all those drives where they imploded in the red zone. We could sit here and make excuses, guys, or we can just be real. The Green Bay Packers have probably the MVP in Aaron Rodgers. They've got a defense that's playing really well despite missing their best player. They got two good running backs, one healthy. The offensive line just continues to churn out winners. I mean, you know, Matt LaFleur, like I'm not a huge LaFleur guy. They dropped the stat that he's never lost back-to-back games in the regular season. I, I know he's got Aaron Rodgers, and that makes life a lot easier, but at some point, at some point, we've got to give the guy a little bit of credit, right? Now, a quick word on the Rams, who, as you guys know, I kind of, I, I, they're not my team, obviously. I'm a Jets guy. But when you move to a new city, as we did out here to LA five years ago, well, geez, almost six, you know, you just kind of take a team under your wing. And the Rams happen to get McVay. They happen to get Goff. They happen to get Gurley. And they quickly ascended. They went to a Super Bowl while we were out here. So it's easy to kind of like root for the local team. Went to some Rams games at the Coliseum, now at SoFi. And I don't know what to make of this team all of a sudden. I, I really felt confident. I had them in the contest. By the way, went three and two in the contest. Um, <laughs> one week down, one week up. Can't get consistent. But I, I don't know. Like, I know they're missing Cam Akers. They really miss Robert Woods. People aren't going to talk about that a lot because it's like Robert Woods, your number number two receiver, who just is such a great blocker. Um, on the outside, and he's good with like the gadget plays, like wide receiver screens. And if you notice, Cooper Cup's numbers have gone down dramatically. And oh, what does that coincide with? The loss of Robert Woods. Yeah, I kind of think there's probably something there. And then, of course, we have to get to Matt Stafford, who is getting savage this morning, as he should. I mean, you go three straight games with pick sixes, and the knives are coming out. The honeymoon is over out here in L.A. I, I, I don't know, guys. I'm a little... I'm not right. Listen, you can't kill a guy after one performance. Stafford clearly is banged up, but this is three straight games. He's not been great. Uh, I'm not going to give the defense a pass because they were 
just deep pants by Rodgers all afternoon. Did whatever he wanted. Anytime it was third down, it just felt like it was automatic that Rodgers was going to convert it until late in the game where they kind of went to sleep and the Rams had a bit of a chance. But L.A. basically had two big plays, a big third down touchdown pass to Van Jefferson, which kept them in the game when they were on the uh, on the verge of getting blown out. And then they had the 54-yarder to Odell, his first touchdown in, I think, like, was it 14 months? Um, and other than that, they didn't do a whole hell of a lot. I saw a stat that they had six drives with no first downs. And I'm a McVay guy, but coming out of a bye, when you've got two weeks to prepare for a banged-up defense, you got two weeks to incorporate Odell. A little disappointed with the game plan from McVay. Um, but again, this comes down to Stafford. Um, fumbles in his own end on their second series. Basically hands him a touchdown. So now you get the ball back and it's fourth and one at your own 29. You're like, oh, we could do this. We could pick up a yard. Yeah, sure you can. I would do the same thing. And they fail. And then, you know, you get handing over free points. Stafford with the pick six. I, yeah. It's just it's tough to be a Rams fan right now, and and it, it feels like so it feels like so recently that the Rams and Chargers were hot, hot, hot. Not doing anything on the Chargers today, but holy hell, Justin Herbert was terrible. He was awful. I mean, they're, uh, Eckler dropping passes. The Denver Broncos defense looks resurgent. As soon as Bridgewater went out of that game, I instantly bet uh, the Chargers getting points. And I was like, oh, this is great. Drew Locke is awful. Drew Locke throws a horrible interception. He's just not a good quarterback. And the Chargers, the doors open, and the Broncos defense keeps stepping up and making plays. I, I, I think I saw that they hit Justin Herbert 10 times. So now Herbert, who was like an MVP guy a month ago, is probably not looking at a playoff spot this year. That's how far they've fallen. And Stafford has now gone three straight games with pick sixes. So the LA team's falling on hard times, but you know you could argue that that's kind of happening throughout the league, is it not? Everybody other than the Packers has gone through some kind of mid-season downturn. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie. There was this movie Jennifer Aniston was in with Ed Burns and a couple other kind of big-name actors in the 90s, and I happened to be dating a girl at the time who was like a huge Ed Burns fan, so she got me into this movie, and... The guy, I'm going to pull up his name here in a second, but the guy kept referring to their marital marital problems as down cycles. And he's pretty funny. He's a funny actor. Uh, he's been in a lot of Ed Burns movies. And I, that, that term down cycle, I'd never really heard, but every team in the NFL this season has gone through a down cycle with the exception of the Packers. That's the only team that they've been impervious to it. And why is that? Well, it probably a lot has to do with Aaron Rodgers. The guy is just a superstar. I, I think he's got to be the MVP now, regardless of what you guys want to say. The media has to vote for him. They've got to put aside the whole COVID thing. Oh, he lied to us. You can't be. No, just look at his play. Okay. By the movie. The, uh, by the way, the name of the movie is She's the One. Uh, 1996. Really, really good 90s movie. Um, Ed Burns had some other good actors in there. Um, I highly recommend it. Uh, John, the late John Mahoney is his dad. Um, Michael McGlone is the one who keeps referencing a down cycle. Cameron Diaz, Leslie Mann, and then this very attractive brunette, Maxine Bonds. I don't know if she's been in a lot of other stuff, but at any rate, check it out. She's the one. 
highly recommend it. Everybody's been through a down cycle this season, except the Packers. Um, outside of Green Bay, I thought, you know, the Tampa Bay Bucks incredible win over the Colts, which was a huge win for me gambling-wise. Um, I, I just love what I saw from Tampa. And it reminded me, do you guys remember when Leonard Fournette was like done? It was toast? An afterthought? It was like he was dumped in Jacksonville and like nobody wanted Leonard Fournette. Oh, well, this guy was a top five pick, but ah, running back, they don't matter. This guy stinks, work ethic, all the, everything. I mean, Leonard Fournette was the best running back on the field Sunday, head-to-head with Jonathan uh, Taylor. And yes, I'll get to why the Colts mismanaged him, but I just want to let you guys know, Fournette was incredible. That was essentially the Fournette game. The more I watched it, I almost wondered if Arians and Brady wanted to send a message, hey, I know you guys have Jonathan Taylor and your offensive line's getting all the pub, but we got a guy. Fournette, 17 for 100. Averaged more yards per carry than Taylor. Three touchdowns on the ground. Oh yeah, seven catches, 31 yards, and a touchdown. He was great. Leonard Fournette looked like the guy who helped carry Jacksonville to the... um, AFC title game that year where they faced the Patriots and nearly had them beat. And of course, Gronkowski, who just looks like a polar bear battling the the secondary of the Colts, just ping, pinballing off guys. Gronk is just unbelievable. Evans did like nothing. Godwin was really not a huge factor. It was the Gronk, Brady, Fournette show. What are we going to do when this guy gets Antonio Brown back? Like this team is going to be nasty. Now the defense did struggle. Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz struggled at the outset. You knew, you could realize that they didn't really trust him. They didn't want him to screw the game up. 3 nothing lead after a quarter. And then the second quarter, Carson Wentz uncorks a bomb to a guy I honestly have never heard of. Ashton Doolin? 62-yard touchdown, his only target. I'd never heard of the name before. And that kind of opened the floodgates. And there was a couple injuries um, to the Bucks. Dean went down. I don't know if he returned. I'll have to check that. That was a big loss. Uh, they briefly lost Devin White. He did come back. But the secondary of Tampa is a little leaky. And I know that the Packers defense gets a lot of knocks on it. But I'll tell you right now, the Tampa defense is worse. Uh, Carson Wentz looked great for a half. And then, and this is where it gets a little controversial. I know Colts fans are very worked up about this. But for whatever reason, they went away from what was working in the first half, and they went exclusively to the air in the third quarter. Well, do you want to take a guess what happened? Uh, Carson Wentz kind of imploded. He got sacked, and he fumbled. And then he threw an interception. Uh, Great play by Winfield. And it was like, you're up 10 at the half. You abandoned the run completely. They had one rush attempt in the third quarter. I think I heard a stat on the broadcast where they had 25 straight plays where they did not run the football. And I wrote about this for Fox, this game. I said, this is going to be a Carson Wentz game. With Nelson Hurt, they're going to put this in the air. Now, I didn't think that Wentz would attempt 44 passes. But what had to kill Colts fans was after they fall behind, blowing the 10-point lead, they say, oh, we got to go back to Taylor to start the fourth quarter. And they hand it to him, and he goes right down the field, looking like Taylor. And, of course, the broadcast, and they kept showing this jabroni in the stands wearing a hat that says, run the damn ball. And they get back in it, but they ultimately could not stop Tom Brady, who uh, delivered. And Fournette gets a cover with a late touchdown run when all they needed was a field goal to ice it. So I was thrilled. That was a great game. I'll tell you right now, Green Bay and Tampa are the best two teams in the league. I, I don't. I just don't see how anyone could argue that. Outside of those two, though, 
you know, it wasn't an amazing Sunday in the NFL. There weren't any like huge upsets, which uh, leads me to um, my survivor update. And I know you guys care a lot about this. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything. Even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services? Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Firestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What are you looking for in a new smart TV? 4K picture quality? High quality and immersive sound? A sleek design? All of those are givens, but only the new Roku Pro Series has all of those and the Roku Streaming Experience, an award-winning OS. Get fast, easy access to all your apps like iHeart, where you can stream all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts all day, and regular, all-inclusive trips to Roku City. The new Roku Pro Series, a smart TV built by the streaming pros. An October morning in a quiet suburb in a town in Scotland, a man is walking his dog when suddenly shots are fired from a car. The man falls to the ground and the car speeds off. An ordinary residential area, but extraordinary things happen in ordinary places. The instinct right away was it was a political thing. We're talking about Russian trained, high ranking officer in the Secret Service. An assassin comes to town, a six part podcast. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Editor Survivor League. I don't put the details online because you never know who's listening um, or watching. 2,468 people entered this pool. At 50 bucks a pop. So you could, you know, decent money on the line. You could do the math. There are 30 people left. I'm one of them. And a lot of people, I think 10 people had Philadelphia. I guess they didn't listen to our podcast on Friday where 
uh, with the bookmaker, and we were just like, yeah, this is a bad spot for the Eagles. And the Eagles lost outright. Now, they did have a chance to win that game. Jalen Rager, two brutal drops. Oh, my gosh. Can't believe they took that guy over Justin Jefferson. Anyways, two bad drops by Rager. Eagles lose. So there's only 30 people left in the pool. Now, this week, there are seven games, guys, with a spread of a touchdown or more. I only have one of those teams I haven't used in Survivor. It's the Eagles. And I actually like the Eagles spot. I'm just going to... I'm not going to dive deep. I, I don't love the Eagles as a seven-point favorite. Remember, they were favorites in Vegas, lost. They were favorites in New York, lost. It's a big number, but all they got to do is win this damn game. They don't need to cover for me. They just got to win. Jalen Hurts, three picks. And it's funny because the narrative Sunday morning was, Jalen Hurts playing well. We're definitely looking at a guy who has, could cement the quarterback job. Eagles don't need a quarterback. I mean, Jalen Hurts, he's not the long-term solution. We we try so hard to talk ourselves into keeping these quarterbacks. Like, you know Miami fans right now are like, oh, we got Tua. He's playing well. They've won four or five in a row. And Tua, 80% completions. And they get all excited. Like, okay, fair enough. Think he's the guy. Whatever, Whatever's going to make you sleep well at night. He ain't the guy. Just as Jalen Hurts is not the guy. Three picks. He did drive them into Giants territory, plenty. But he threw an interception at the five-yard line, one in the end zone. They failed on downs at the Giants' 40. Boston Scott fumbled in Giants' territory. And then Hertz uh, had the incompletions, the drops by Regor, inside the five-yard line in the final seconds. So by my count, they had six drives into Giants' territory, and they got seven points. Like, I think most people will see Eagles lose. Oh my gosh, Hurts stinks. This team is garbage, and they're going to shy away. Well, guess what happened first thing Sunday night? Eagles were bet up from 6.5 to 7. Now, I couldn't even get 6.5, but that was the first bet I made Sunday night. Eagles 7. It showed up 6.5 in the desert, but you've got to like be physically at the casino to get it. So you see that, and then, of course, the other books, offshore, uh, local guys, open up at 7. So I got a bite of the Eagles at seven. It is a big number, and they're pr- almost certainly going to be my survivor play. The other big spreads, Minnesota against the Lions. I used them, remember, when they got lucky against the Lions at home. Now they go on the road. Arizona, the return of Kyler Murray, big favorites in Chicago. I've already used them. Tampa, big favorites in Atlanta. KC, big favorites at home against Denver. Indy at home. Uh, oh, sorry, at Houston. And the Rams are huge favorites against Jacksonville. But again, I've used like all those teams. This is what makes Survivor so interesting. Um, I'm going to quickly go a couple other notes. I I took more notes than normal. So we were out of town uh, like twice for Thanksgiving uh, week. I'm sure you guys follow me on the gram. You saw we were in, um, we went down to Palm Springs for a couple days. And I just, you know, I specifically told the wife, like, listen, I got to be back early Sunday for NFL. And I know there's going to be a ton of traffic on Thanksgiving weekend Sunday. So I'm sorry. We either drive two cars or we all leave super early, like 730 in the morning. She's like two cars. So I woke up, quick shower, jump in the car, on the road, two hours back. All our other friends who left later in the day, like three hours, three and a half, 345. Yeah. I can't. I had to watch NFL. So I get home. House all quiet, watching NFL. So I have tons of notes here. Um, 
I'm impressed with this 49ers win streak. They're kind of rebounding. I think the Jimmy G story is probably a good subplot this week. He's going to get them to the playoffs in the NFC. He is. And what do you do? Haven't heard Trey Lance's name for a few weeks, right? Jimmy G's playing well. He, I mean, he's not carrying them. I mean, Debo Samuel was incredible again for my fantasy team. Thank you. Until he got hurt. Elijah Mitchell had 133 rushing yards. They do these clock-chewing drives where it's like eight minutes later, we'll kick a field goal. Or 10 minutes later, we scored. I mean, that just wears down defenses. Shanahan's doing a great job. But again, Jimmy G is really pulling all the strings on that offense. I mean, they imagine they scored, let me see how many points they scored on the, on the Vikings. They scored 34 points on the Vikings, and George Kittle has one catch for 13 yards. That's pretty impressive. What happens when they start working Kittle into the mix? You know? I, I, I like this Diners team. I have futures on them to win the Super Bowl. I, that's probably a little ambitious given all the defensive injuries. I like the cut of this Niners jib right now. Uh, I'm not going to talk much about the Patriots today. Mac Jones, another game with no turnovers. Pretty impressive win. The Tennessee Titans stink out loud right now, guys. I mean, they're very, very bad at football. They have nine turnovers in the last two weeks. No A.J. Brown, no Julio Jones, no Derrick Henry. They had two guys. uh, One of them is Foreman, who you know. I think he went to Texas. And the other guy, Hilliard, they had 240 yards rushing combined, and they still got their butts kicked in New England, 36-13. Tennessee's just not good at football right now, guys. They're not. <laughs> it's comical that this is a playoff team because I can guarantee, I can almost guarantee you they're going to be underdogs in the playoffs. Now, the Colts still have an outside chance to catch them, but they beat the Colts twice. I don't. If this was college football, given, you know, uh, the playoff situation, there's there's nobody that would vote the Titans into the playoff. They just they don't look like a good football team right now. They're not the same. And speaking of running back injuries, Christian McCaffrey in a walking boot. Um, not good. He had like 35 yards in fantasy. whoop de damn do Dalvin Cook, injured. Just looked pretty bad. Shoulder injury. The entire Vikings sideline was like devastated for the guy. He carted off. Um, running backs, just, you know, what's Todd Gurley doing? Is he working for Amazon? I thought I saw him deliver me a package on my ring doorbell recently. It's like, what has happened to them? I, 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 you, you can't really trust any running back. They're all getting hurt. And McCaffrey's just so disappointing. I mean, always hurt. Now, Corderell Patterson is the guy. Hope you have him in fantasy. He was incredible. One of the coolest stats I saw Sunday, the Atlanta Falcons were the last team in the NFL to get a 20-yard carry. Corderell Patterson had one against Miami. Their longest carry before that had been 18 yards. That's embarrassing. Nice win for the Falcons. I was going to do something on the Steelers and Big Ben stinking, but we I feel like we've covered that ad nauseum. Big Ben looked slow, looked old, late pick six. They got pummeled. The Bengals outscored the Steelers 65-20 to 20 in two meetings this season. 65-20. Bengals are, look like they're headed to the playoffs. Um, I guess the last note, uh, you know, I just... Cleveland Browns team, man. I, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, guys. Schedule's tough. Baker's hurt. How do you not win when Lamar Jackson throws four interceptions? 
The Rave, uh, the they play. They have a bye week now. The Browns, and then they play the Ravens again, which will probably just seal their fate. But the Browns have lost one, two, three, four, five of eight games after that three and one start. It all started with the Chargers game, which was which I was at out here in LA. Wild, wild stuff, but uh, disappointing from the Browns. All right, let's quickly go to college football and the Lincoln Riley move. So, this was the interesting thing when I asked a couple of people about this, like. How did this happen so quickly? Because Lincoln Riley was not in the mix for this job two, three, four weeks ago. No mention of his name since the firing of Clay Helton. He was not on any like watch list. Now, he was mentioned a lot to LSU. He specifically said, I'm not going to be the next coach there. But he didn't address anything about USC. So this is apparently what happened. Oklahoma State beats Oklahoma in Bedlam, Right. And it's clear at this point, the Sooners have no chance at the college football playoff. So now, Lincoln Riley's like, huh, we're not going to the playoff. We're starting to head toward the SEC. I'm not going to have much of a chance to win in the SEC at Oklahoma. Like, we've got good talent, but I can't hang with, I'm not recruiting at the level of playing LSU, Alabama, Auburn, no way. And I don't know if Lincoln Riley put the bug out there or USC just said, let's try a Hail Mary. But apparently it came together extremely fast from Saturday night to Sunday. And it was a done deal in like 24 hours. (laughs) And the worst part is, I mean, Oklahoma fans, I don't know many of them, but Online, they are just absolutely at rock bottom. And what do you know? Some of the great recruits that had Oklahoma had lined up are already like decommitting. And now Lincoln Riley's calling them to stay in California and go to USC. And I don't know how anybody could hate this move for Lincoln Riley. Like, is he afraid of the SEC? No. But you're not on a level playing field. Like, Oklahoma's not recruiting against LSU and Florida and Auburn and out. It is just not. Can they get great classes? Of course they can. Yes, no doubt, no doubt. Playing in the Big 12. Yeah, it's one thing to play Baylor and uh, Oklahoma State and Texas. It's another to face the teams in the SEC. And I just, it's, I think Lincoln Riley made a great move. He's going to be a king at USC. Total domination. Are they going to get back to Pete Carroll levels? I, I don't know, come on takes a lot for that to happen but I wouldn't rule it out and the best part is once they expand the playoff year shortly USC is going to be in there practically every year we don't know how long Mario Cristobal is for Oregon but you know Chip Kelly sounds like him and UCLA probably not sticking together I don't know how UCLA raises the roof on this Uh, Rob G will be back tomorrow and I'm sure he will be just his Raiders pick up a massive win on Thanksgiving but he gets a kick in the teeth with USC getting Lincoln Riley. I mean, I, I, Lincoln Riley, you know, six years ago, was he anybody special? No, but Bob Stoops leaves. They handpick Riley to be the the guy, and all he does is the Baker Mayfield, the Kyler Murray, the Spencer Rattler, the this new kid, uh, the freshman this year. He's a good coach. Now, who replaces Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma was funny because – and listen, I'm not going to bag on this guy. I know him. Um, 
we're f- friendly, but Adam Schefter has stepped in it a lot recently, and he put out this tweet that uh, a candidate to replace Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma has to be Cliff Kingsbury of the Arizona Cardinals, who only has one year left on his deal. Well, you know how that sausage gets made, right? Cliff Kingsbury's agent has no leverage at all for Kingsbury to get an extension in Arizona. Have you made the playoffs? No. Do you have a playoff win? No. Why are we paying you more? Can you get to the playoffs and maybe win a game? Like, what if you flop in the first round? You know, if you don't get the number one seed and you have to play in the first round and you lose at home, are we sure you're the guy? I mean, Arizona would like him to be the guy, obviously. But I think at this point, we can all agree that like Cliff Kingsbury has left something to be desired, despite some really nice wins this season. He has no leverage to go in and ask for more money because of a couple regular season wins, guys. Sorry. So what does his agent do? Goes to Schefter and says, hey, Oklahoma, they know offense. They could just call up Cliff Kingsbury. But why? Because he had an under 500 record in college football as a head coach? Come on. You think Cliff Kingsbury's leaving Arizona in the NFL, where he's currently the number one seed in the NFC with the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray, and he's going to go to Norman, Oklahoma? I don't think so. There's no chance. But, you know, if you're the agent, that's your job. Plant that with Schefter. Now, I, I would say... 0.0% of Kingsbury leaving the Cardinals. You don't leave a good NFL. Didn't Mike Tomlin cover this? Like, I'm with the Steelers. Why the hell am I leaving for USC? Like, get a clue. Cliff Kingsbury's winning in Arizona. They were good last year, just missed the playoffs. Bit of a cliff meltdown. He's not leaving. I heard Brett Brent Venables. I saw some stuff about Dave Aranda from Baylor, who's been really, really good. Um, I think Matt Campbell probably makes the most sense. Um, although it is kind of weird how he's underachieved this year. Um, They've been ascending. You you know, they're the stock that you keep hearing is hot, 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 and it just keeps inching up, but it hasn't really popped. Uh, Nobody would would say Campbell's not a good coach. It's just like I think there's more buzz than actual um, product on the field so far. It's not like it's been bad. It just hasn't been as good as we, we keep hearing. Um, but I think the guy to watch is probably the defensive coordinator, Grinch. Um, it's funny, Grinch, Christmas coming up, haha. But the way things shook out from Stukes to Riley, the continuity was great. I just don't know if Grinch is highly thought of in the building as Riley was. Um, Grinch being a defensive guy, we know college football, um, offense sells tickets. Uh, I, I, I don't even know if you'd say defense wins championships, but it, we'll see. Grinch, Campbell, Aranda. It'll be interesting. That, that I mean, listen, that's not a job we're going to spend a ton of time on. But um, it was just a fascinating move by Riley. And now, I, I, you know, guys are tripping over themselves to put out stats like Los Angeles now has three incredible football coaches under the age of 40. McVay, Brandon Staley, who, by the way, is not going to the playoffs, and Lincoln Riley. I know we want to crown guys and all that, but McVay's actually been to a Super Bowl. I, I mean, I I definitely have to check, but I don't think Brandon Staley, who's a rookie head coach, is yet in the amazing category. 
Um, and let's be realistic. Like Lincoln Riley has done some really, really, really good things. And he's been great as a big fish in a small pond. I don't know if the Pac-12 is as small of a pond and the spotlight's not going to be on him out here in L.A., uh, given everything else that's going on with the Rams and the Chargers and LeBron and the Lakers and even when Kawhi gets back with the Clippers. I, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Riley, but I think he's probably going to crush it. I, I think that's a safe bet. Um, I got to quickly just give a shout-out to Jim Harbaugh for beating Ohio State. Um, I feel I, I've felt, I know Harbaugh's kind of douchey, and a lot of people don't like him, and he's a little socially awkward, and some of these interviews he gives just, he comes off as, oh, gosh, this guy's terrible. He's insufferable. But the thing I like about him is everywhere he goes, he wins. Everywhere. He turns Stanford into a, a powerhouse. I know they've fallen on hard times, but Harbaugh set the table there. Um, goes to San Francisco, makes Colin Kaepernick a king, and takes the 49ers within one play of the Super Bowl. Goes to Michigan, wins 10 games. Well, he hasn't beaten Ohio State. He can't beat Michigan State. I did that uh, Dan Patrick show Friday with Rob Parker. And Rob Parker's just killing Harbaugh the whole time. I'm like, the guy's winning 10 games in half his seasons. And they tried to run him out of town. He takes a pay cut and stays. I, why are we hating Harbaugh? Like, the guy's having success. He just has to win, beat Ohio State. And guess what? He won. As a seven-point dog at home. You, you have to feel good for Harbaugh, right? Now they're, and we'll talk about it uh, in best bet here shortly, but they're considerable favorites to win the uh, Big Ten Championship against Iowa. And if that happens, I don't know how you keep Michigan out of the playoff. The only way it gets a little dicey, if Alabama beats Georgia, you get Georgia's obviously in, Alabama, if they beat the number one team, I think they're going to get in. I think Cincinnati's a lock. And then what becomes of Michigan or Oklahoma State? And if you're just doing like the blind resume test, you know, Oklahoma State's got a decent resume. It's good. But from a star power perspective, keep an eye on Notre Dame on the outside lurking. We know the clout Notre Dame has. I think Michigan would be good for college football, but their brand of football is not visually appealing. I mean, they just run the football ad nauseum, three yards in a cloud of dust on repeat. And I don't mind it. Uh, it it's definitely for not for this generation. Uh, people aren't going to be like, hey, Michigan, Georgia. Like, I, I think you got to give Michigan the two seed, right? Uh, and they would... I can't imagine Michigan being the four seed. They did lose to Sparty, but I mean, I would personally like to see Cincinnati get the three so they don't have to get crushed by Georgia in the opening round. Um, but my money says Michigan probably going to be the two or the three, and they're going to have a chance to play for the Natty. I don't think they'll have a chance to beat Georgia, but it's not like Georgia could get separation. It's a wacky year in college football. I'm very excited for championship weekend, which we'll get to here in best bet shortly. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, 
The cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything. Even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Defense. Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services? Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. An October morning in a quiet suburb in a town in Scotland. A man is walking his dog when suddenly shots are fired from a car. The man falls to the ground and the car speeds off. An ordinary residential area, but extraordinary things happen in ordinary places. The instinct right away was it was a political thing. We're talking about Russian trained, high-ranking officer in the Secret Service. An Assassin Comes to Town, a six-part podcast. Available now, wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have supervision, enhanced hearing, extraordinary reflexes, to be, dare we say, superhuman? Well, Roku's new Pro Series TV can't do any of that for you. But with a 4K screen, side-firing speakers, and a blazing fast refresh rate, it'll sure feel like it. Elevate your entertainment using all your favorite apps like iHeart and play all your music, radio, and podcasts with the new Roku Pro Series. Your senses aren't better. Your TV is. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. All right, let's do a quick best bet here on Straight Fire for Monday Night Football. It's a good game, not a great game. Washington and Seattle. Seattle's in major disarray, but I saw a funny stat. And because of the 17-game season now, basically nobody's out of playoff contention until the very, very end. Seattle's like one game away from being one game away. So if they pull off the win tonight, you know, Seattle's back in the mix. And this is kind of a good spot for Seattle, right? Nobody wants them. Nobody's backing them here. Everybody's betting on Washington. Seattle opened as a favorite. Then it swung to Washington. Now it's back toward Pickham. Uh, my only real interest in this game is Taylor Heineke. I started him in fantasy this week over Derek Carr. 
because I'm an idiot, I guess. Uh, Derek Carr had 23. I would have already had the victory. This is my kind of big-ish money league. Um, and, and so I got to get like 12 points from Taylor Heineke, which is not a lot. But, I mean, we're talking about Taylor Heineke, folks. You know, uh, the Seattle defense is no great shakes at all. Colt McCoy ran up and down the field against him, but there's a divisional familiarity there. You know, Taylor Heineke, I, I just, I don't know if you can trust him to do anything right. Uh, my son needs Terry McLaurin in a league. I need a, a decent game for McLaurin in another one. So I have a lot of fantasy implications. Uh, frankly, I don't, I, I would, I, I would almost rather save my money for college football championship weekend. There are some real tasty games this weekend. Um, I don't know if you said, Jay, you know, hey, I got a hundred dollars. Who, who do you want to put it on? Jeez, you're not going to like this, folks. But I would, I would take Seattle. Um, and this is a talk coming from a guy who lost on Seattle last week against uh, Arizona. I thought Seattle was a slam dunk coming off getting shut out. And you know, you'll you'll hear all the silly narratives that oh, Washington's getting back in the mix in the NFC. The Eagles lost, Cowboys lost. Washington gets a win here, and things get interesting. I just. I, I, Pete Carroll's not going to USC, obviously staying uh, at Seattle for the time being. The Seattle situation with Russell Wilson, uh, if you read some stuff in the Seattle media this week, or I, I guess Thanksgiving week, um, there was. it seems like there's some unhappiness there. There's uh, Nobody's on the same page. It just doesn't seem like it's going well. But again, this is Washington. This is not a great defense. They've been run up and down the field on. Past defense is very suspect. I know they've played well the last two weeks, but what kind of sample size is that? So if you're asking me, I would I would just lay it. Uh, Russell Wilson, prime time, you know, coming off two losses. I don't think he's ever lost three games in a row in his career. He's, uh, this guy's a Hall of Fame star. I, I, Russell Wilson versus Taylor Heineke, really? Yeah, I would go Russell Wilson here. I, I do want to say, uh, on the college football championship weekend, there's so many good get like the Oregon rematch against Utah is really interesting. Utah opened as a three point favorite, money already coming in on the Ducks. Not a huge surprise there. The Oklahoma State Baylor game is really fascinating because Dave Aranda, as we talked about earlier, is a hot name connected to LSU, maybe connected to Oklahoma. Is his focus going to be on Oklahoma State? I don't know. Money coming in on Baylor. It's already come down from six and a half to five. Aranda is a really good coach. I, you know, Mike Gundy worked magic with this team this year. I don't, I would look at Baylor, but as it comes down, you wonder if it's too far. Of course, the Georgia-Alabama game, nobody, absolutely nobody betting Alabama here. Okay? When was the last time Nick Saban, nobody wanted anything to do with his team? Georgia from four and a half to six and a half. Bryce Young, freshman quarterback, nearly lost in the Iron Bowl. Had some amazing throws late in that game. And in overtime, and now he's in his first SEC championship game. You always love the vibe and the pageantry around the SEC title game. I'm fired up for it this week. I know that's a lot more college football than normal on a Monday, but listen, this is what happens when the calendar turns to November. And of course, Iowa-Michigan. Michigan, 11-point favorites over Iowa. Now, listen, if you followed my backing of Iowa early in the season, it was all smoke and mirrors. They were getting so lucky with the turnovers, the opponents. This should be a Michigan bloodbath. And Jim Harbaugh should win big. But nothing ever comes easy for Harbaugh in a spot like this. So just be careful. Uh, again, it's early in the week. Uh, we'll monitor all that stuff. It's going to be a fun week here on the, on the pod. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, 
and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything. Even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Defense. Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services? Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. What are you looking for in a new smart TV? 4K picture quality? High quality and immersive sound? A sleek design? All of those are givens, but only the new Roku Pro Series has all of those and the Roku streaming experience. An award-winning OS. Get fast, easy access to all your apps like iHeart, where you can stream all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts all day. And regular, all-inclusive trips to Roku City. The new Roku Pro Series. A smart TV built by the streaming pros. An October morning in a quiet suburb in a town in Scotland. A man is walking his dog when suddenly shots are fired from a car. The man falls to the ground and the car speeds off. An ordinary residential area, but extraordinary things happen in ordinary places. The instinct right away was it was a political thing. We're talking about Russian trained, high-ranking officer in the Secret Service. An assassin comes to town, a six-part podcast. Available now, wherever you get your podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.